This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. It's freezing outside. Why, oh why, haven't you put on a jacket and wrapped a scarf around your neck? You feel goosebumps popping up all over your body. Oh wait, you touch your face and it feels as smooth as usual. How come it's not sporting any goosebumps? But first things first, why do you get goosebumps at all? They occur when you're cold or when you experience strong emotions. For example, joy, fear, or sadness. Sometimes they crop up seemingly out of nowhere and for no reason at all. Goosebumps aren't just a human thing. Most furry animals get goosebumps in stressful situations as a fight-or-flight response. Goosebumps raise animals' hair so that they look larger and stronger. Standing hairs also trap air and create a layer of insulation against the cold. In humans, goosebumps are a product of evolution that was supposed to work in the same way. The only problem is that modern people aren't all that hairy. That's when your body is trying to make you look more intimidating or protect you from the cold. It doesn't really work. Try as you might, you won't puff up into a furry hairball. Then why do you get emotional goosebumps? Well, when you experience extreme emotions, no matter positive or negative, your body responds in certain ways. In most cases, you start to breathe more deeply and heavily, and there's more electrical activity in the muscles right under your skin. That's enough for goosebumps to decorate your body. Scientists have also figured out that watching something, like an emotional scene in a movie, is more likely to cause goosebumps than listening to a touching song. And how does this whole goosebumps mechanism work? Hair usually emerges from your skin at an angle. And at the base of each hair, on the sidewall, there's a tiny muscle called erector pili. When this muscle contracts, it pulls the hair up, causing it to stand on end. Goosebumps are the strongest on your forearms, but you can also have them on your neck, legs, and other body parts. But they almost never crop up on your face. And why is that? You won't see a dog, cat, or any other furry animals with hair standing up on their face. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. That's because it would prevent them from seeing their surroundings clearly. The same with humans. The goosebumps reflex isn't really needed on your face and is rather weak. Plus, most hair on your face is usually too thin and short. No wonder it's also called peach fuzz. That's why even if this hair stands on end, it's hard to notice. The size of goosebumps also depends on the space between hair follicles. On your arms and legs, the hair is rather spaced out. Hey, sometimes I'm kind of spaced out. 
That's why goosebumps are more visible. But on your face, hair follicles are extremely close to each other. When those tiny erectropilly muscles tighten your skin, there's simply no space for a bump to appear. Why don't bald people get goosebumps on their scalp? When a person goes bald, the goosebumps muscle loses its connection with the hair follicle and gets replaced with fat. This makes it impossible to have goosebumps there. Bald people also can't regrow hair from damaged follicles because they simply don't regenerate. Now, goosebumps aren't the only mysterious reaction that can occur in your body. How about blushing? Why do people blush? Recent studies suppose blushing may be a super important thing in social relationships. It shows that a person sincerely regrets their mishap. The research also proved that people forgive those who blush more easily because they are perceived as more trustworthy and likable. Experiments also show that you can go beat red because of prolonged eye contact. Even if you have no reason to be embarrassed or ashamed, being the subject of intense scrutiny can trigger a rosy reaction. What processes in your body make you blush? Well, blushing is another part of the infamous fight-or-flight response. When you feel embarrassed, your body releases adrenaline. It speeds up your heart rate and dilates your blood vessels to improve the oxygen delivery and blood flow. Blushing is an uncommon reaction from your veins. It's also a reaction you can't control, which often makes an already embarrassing situation even worse. Why is it mainly cheeks that turn red when you're blushing? Well, it's mostly your facial veins that react to all that adrenaline by blushing. These small veins in your skin dilate, blood pools there, and your cheeks redden. In some people, this reaction goes further down to their neck and sometimes even chest, but it's not that common. If this response happened in other parts of your body too, you'd keep turning bright red all over. Why do some people blush more than others? In most cases, it depends on a person's skin tone. In those with fair skin, blushing is simply more visible than in people with suntan or darker skin. Your anatomical and hormonal quirks also affect the intensity of your blush. Plus, some people are more self-conscious and quicker to feel embarrassed than others. They blush more often and more intensively. But if you generally feel uninterested and unconcerned about others' opinions, you aren't likely to blush whatsoever. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why do ears sometimes turn red? It can be yet another way your body reacts to extreme emotions. For example, embarrassment or anger. These emotions result in blood vessels opening wider in particular areas because your nervous system has sent them a signal to do so. Wider blood vessels equals increased blood flow equals red ears. <laughs> the pattern is clear. What's another thing that can happen to your body when you feel embarrassed or scared or stressed out? Right, it can start sweating. And there's much more to the process of sweating than it appears. What is sweat made of, and why does it taste salty? Sweat is mostly water mixed with proteins, sugars, ammonia, and a lot of other stuff. It even contains small amounts of trace metals, 
like copper, zinc, nickel, iron, and so on. What makes sweat taste salty is sodium it contains. Plus, the more salt you eat, the saltier your sweat is. Your body's trying to get rid of it, and the best way it can find is sweating it out. How salty a person's sweat is also depends on how much they exercise. The more intense a workout is, the more salt you lose in your sweat. But is sweating really necessary? Well, sweat cools down your body when your internal temperature rises from heat, stress, or exercise. But it's also an effective communication tool. Many people have experienced emotional sweating caused by shame, fear, pain, anxiety, or excitement. Experiments show that how sweat smells can tell you a lot about what another person is feeling. Strong emotions can make you not only sweat, but also cry. In what ways are human tears different from those that animals shed? Lots of species tear up to flush their eyes and clean them from dust and small debris. People are the only known living beings who have emotional tears. The coolest thing is that emotional tears are chemically different from the tears that clean your eyes. They contain more proteins, which makes them fall more slowly and stick to your skin. Scientists haven't cracked the mystery of emotional tears yet. But there's a theory that they appeared as a way for our ancestors to show they're unhappy or distressed. At the same time, they stayed safe since only trusted people could come up close enough to see those tears. Why do your fingernails turn blue when you get cold? Well, for one thing, your fingers are rather far away from the rest of your body, just like your toes or the very tip of your nose. Imagine a piece of tissue the size of a fingernail somewhere in the middle of your body. It gets circulation from all sides, left and right, up and down. But the ends of your fingers have just one option. Blood can only flow from the hand down to the fingers. When it's cold, little blood vessels, also known as capillaries in your fingers, narrow. It prevents the blood from flowing as freely as before. When blood circulation slows down, the tips of your fingers and your fingernails don't get enough blood rich in oxygen. And the less oxygen your blood contains, the darker it becomes. Its color is actually dark red, but we perceive it as blue. As soon as you're warm again, blood vessels open, and your nails return to their normal pinkish color. Aha! Nailed it!